This is episode 45 of a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Now, uh, I did want to add a little, a little audio intro uh, at the beginning here. Uh, while editing, kind of realized, hey, uh, my mic was not connected pretty much the whole episode. Uh, it was using my webcam's audio. So please, if this is your first time listening, don't judge us too harshly. Uh, we did have a technical error there. However, the content of the episode is A1, one of our better episodes. So again, if you could please ignore the quality of the sound, just judge it by the content of its character, if you will. Episode 45. Hey guys, welcome to episode 45 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Uh, just wanted to give you some highlights of this episode. Uh, first and foremost, this episode has no talk of Shane McMahon. You're welcome. I think that's probably the biggest thing, uh, the, the best thing that we could have done for you, because God knows we've seen enough of him on WWE TV. Uh, Brandon tried many, many times to talk about Shane McMahon, wouldn't let him, so that's good. Um, <laughs> any other highlights we got from this episode, Brandon? Kelly may have been involved in the vehicular homicide. Right. Kelly Just throw that out there. killed Roman Reigns, uh, and we speculate on where she hit the body. Um I mean, we, we go in great detail about The Fiend and Sasha Banks. I think we made some really, really good points about Finn Balor being the MVP of that um, of that storyline. And he's not getting enough credit for it. Uh, we do a lot of, I mean, we, we had some milestones in social media. And listen out because we sing a certain fiendish theme song. I don't know how good we did, but we, did, we, we definitely did sing it. I think we sang some other songs too. So if you want to hear us sing a very controversial Superstars theme song, Circa 2005. Listen in for that too. But hopefully, you enjoy episode 45 of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast. Without further ado, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to episode 45 of the Kenny Free Thoughts podcast, the podcast where I'm finding out right now that the fiend, the mask that the fiend wears, is based off of Brandon's actual face. Brandon. Uh. <laughs> oh man! So, so the people, the people in Audio Land right now are just gonna hear you moaning. But where did you get a lantern from? <laughs> Brandon, is, just for the record, this was not pre-planned. This is news to me. Brandon's got a lantern that he's shining in his mouth. So this is beautiful. Brandon, I said that the fiend mask was was a. Uh, Based off of you, not the uh, floating lantern head, the severed head of Bray Wyatt that uh, he's been using. So, come on. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I'm a little slow on the draw here. I need to get a mask. I had one. I had like a ski mask somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. A ski mask? Ski mask. See, nobody understands what I'm doing. Again, remember, there was the last showing of Muhammad Hassan. He came out off air, and he's like... He was basically the, the New York Times, I think it was, or the New York Post had had basically said, called him a terrorist. And then he was doing a promo. Yeah, I swear to God, this was and he was basically going off on the guy who wrote the article. And he goes, he goes, you ever smoke with this Don Kaplan? You ever you ever play ball with this Don Kaplan? Talking to Davari, and he goes, okay. And he said a bunch of Arabs in ski masks, and then his voice cracked. Is what happened. He goes, so if they were Arabs in ski masks, how did he know they were Arabs? You know, so, which, the, the, the genius, by the way, of the Muhammad Hassan character, right? The genius of the Muhammad Hassan character was that he was never really wrong with his xenophobia. He really, like, he really but, wasn't. Like, he literally... But he was a terrorist. 
Apparently, well, SmackDown yeah. they they pretty much turned him into a terrorist. But on Raw, it was pretty ingenious. His, his whole promos were were like, "I was one of you. I grew up in the same schools that you grew up in, at until 9/11. Then, how you looked at me changed. How you looked at me." Again, we're gonna. This is just something that happens with me, by the way. When I do something, I have to do an impression. It's like it's just, it just happens. It just happens. Go back and run some tape of Muhammad Hassan. You tell me if he sounds like that. But Brandon, hey, 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 yeah. I love the theme. Dude, that, he was, had the saying, that was a theme. badass song. It was a, a badass theme song. Like, does anybody know uh, what the lyrics mean? Or, or uh, what it's saying? So I, I do. Uh, so I have a friend who is, uh, you know. Muslim, he's uh, Afghani specifically, and he, uh, yeah. he at the time he had translated that stuff, and he basically told me because I asked him the same question. My first question was like, "What's he saying? Like, what is that? What is that? Is like a Muslim prayer? Is that this? Is that that?" And his exact words were, "No, yeah. it's just gibberish. It's it's just gibberish." So, uh, oh, it literally, good. literally was nothing, um, which. Which is cool. I mean, it's disappointing. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but yeah. I know, just mean it. Like... I know I'm not being a. Oh, do that because it's just gibberish anyway. So let's just do that for another half an hour. Just let's just sing Muhammad Hassan's theme song. If people are joining right about now, if people are joining right about now, they're like, "What the hell is going on?" They're just a guy going, "Oh, you know." <laughs> maybe, maybe we should sing Bray Wyatt's song later on. How about we do that, Bray? Oh, that's right, man. Have you been practicing Bray Wyatt's song? Hey, what do you think of the theme, by the way? What do I think of the theme? What do you think? I mean, the, the title of this episode, the title of this episode is called Fiend or Foe. So you tell me what I think about the Fiend. The Fiend's probably the greatest thing to ever happen to WWE television in the history, in the history of wrestling. So just, just so everyone knows, uh, let's wish a happy birthday to. Uh. The, one of the co-hosts of All Elite Podcast, she's in our chat right now. Her name is Tiff. Happy birthday, Tiff. Oh, she's my God. Gonna, happy birthday, she's Tiff. She's not going to stay because she's she's low-key drunk. Oh, <laughs> but, what, what was yeah. Tiff drinking? If you ever, if you're uh, in the live chat and there's ever a technical difficulty, call us out on it so that we can fix it. Unlike Brandon, who will, like, let it happen. And yeah, like 45 minutes an episode, he's like, yeah, I couldn't hear you the whole time, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's on a flow. I didn't want to interrupt it. So I figured just let him let him finish and then let him know things are horribly wrong. Oh, well. We'll fix it as we go along. That's okay. Brandon, That's it right. is okay. It is okay. Pro wrestling. Uh, we were going to jump around here to make it exciting, but I figured before we got crazy um, – I wanted to get in a little bit of the SummerSlam. I guess this is a big reset of, you know, positive future, things to come. We had the Bray Wyatt debut, which you just talked about. Uh, are you going to buy a mask or a lantern if that stuff goes on sale, by the way? Uh, it's already on sale, just for the record. They already are selling replica masks. But, like, it was Tom Savini that made this mask. So it's so funny. Like, pro wrestling fans are like, ah, they don't use their heads on some things, man. And it, it makes me laugh because they're like $20 songs. By the way, we have a request from Frank D113. I just sorry yeah. to cut you off. They, they, he wants us to sing Lacey Evans theme song. So we're going to have to get to that. Stay tuned. We'll sing Lacey Evans song. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. There you go. I like yeah, the song. I, apparently, right. we, have to, we have to find the lyrics. But right. 
what I was saying is that they're basically a twenty dollar replica mask. Let's be aware. The original one was made by Tom Savini, and they're like, that looks nothing like the real one. That looks really crappy. It's a fucking replica mask. It's not going to look as good as the real thing. Now, once they sell a two hundred dollar replica mask, like something like that, right. then you can complain. Then you can complain. But if you're buying a $20 styrofoam replica belt compared to the deluxe edition that's $400, are you going to complain, oh, this one doesn't have diamonds? <laughs> I know Brandon. Will. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I want the real deal, man. I want this lantern is really what I want. For the record, when are they going to sell that? By the so way, I for the know. record, I fixed your audio, so you're in sync now, just for the record. So you don't, have to worry, you don't have to worry about any of that, all right? Fernando, go ahead in the chat. Confirm, confirm that he is in sync. But I don't, I don't ever like saying the term yeah. in sync. By the way, Drew outed me on that on last week's episode. But you know, <laughs> Brent, what are you doing? Dude, we should have had Drew here because. Well, we can't because uh, it, yeah. it's Sawyer's birthday too. His uh, fiance. Ah, so happy hey. birthday to her. Happy I birthday. I, I don't. Know I, I want. Every... I don't know if I texted her, but I will definitely send her this video. Of us saying happy birthday, Brandon. Right. Happy birthday to Sawyer and to Tiff. All right. uh, let's sing. Let's sing happy birthday. Go ahead, Brandon. Together. All right. Not not together. You're just gonna sing. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, dear Tiff. Happy birthday, dear Sawyer. Happy birthday to Johnny both Gargano of you. Happy birthday. And Kofi Kingston. There's so many Kofi. birthdays today, which stupid Kofi that everyone was having Christmas sex. That's right. Do the math. Nine months ago. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you all out. Everyone born on, on yeah with August, August 14th. Yeah, you're all Christmas babies. Everybody's getting down in August. <laughs> you're all Christmas babies. Uh, but anyway, Brandon. Come on. Yeah. Professional wrestling. All right. We're talking some pro wrestling here. Uh, yeah. What I wanted to get into SummerSlam, uh, big stuff was happening. Yeah. Do come back. You know what? I will say, uh, I have to blow myself out here. Uh, give it a little whack. <laughs> Cause, uh, <laughs> you did it. I, it's just, I requested one thing from the podcast this week. And I said, Brandon, do the old honk that you used to do in high school. Cause that Brandon used to like, anytime somebody would fail at something, he'd go, ah, <laughs> So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, every match I've been like, oh, man, this is going to be, you know, epic match. This is right. the perfect place for it on the card. They've all sucked. <laughs> like, going through, like, yeah, yeah, SummerSlam, too. I was I was all up on uh, Kofi and Orton. I was like, right, man, this is going to yes. be the ultimate blow-off oh, match. Man. This is going to be the best match of the, of the series. The, you oh, know, This man. is going to show Kofi's the actual main eventer. And then they have that weird-ass match with the right. screen finish. I got to I gotta eat some crow right now because I'm not afraid to admit I'm wrong. All right? Yeah, I am the anti-smart, but I wasn't feeling SummerSlam. SummerSlam was not the best event. I wanted it to be. I will always be positive. And try to make this one of the, you know, a, a good event. But in my mind, I should say. But no, I, I didn't. I didn't. The Fiend saved SummerSlam to me because same thing. I was so hyped for Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton, so hyped. And then they had like a very lackluster match, and I don't think it was because of either. I, I think maybe the chemistry wasn't there, but it was a weird ass finish too with the families. 
it was like I think they were going for like a, something like that happened last year with like uh, sorry uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. That was a badass ending with the family. This not so much. This was this was a little weird. Um, maybe maybe Kofi's kids are too young for this. I don't know, man. But I'll, I'll, I hopefully they redeem themselves at Clash of Champions, um, and hopefully uh, we get another one at Hell in a Cell. So hopefully it was just this one time that they didn't do as right. well. Uh, but we will see. <laughs> we will ultimately. So, so they they got to drag it out to our pay per views. They they got to have the big one. Yeah, they're gonna have to go win. Let's yeah. hope so. Uh, oh, there was another one also. Uh, where did I say? Oh, I, I thought uh, Goldberg and uh, Undertaker at Super Showdown was gonna be like this epic, you know, mark out nostalgia match. Right. <laughs> the two concusses himself. So, so, so oh, ultimately, man. let me explain. Um, I don't know what you all believe in, whether you know whatever religion you believe in, but I will tell you there is one certainty in this life. Whatever Brandon predicts will be awesome is going to suck. It's going to absolutely suck. And I'll I give you an example. I give you another example. This guy buried Buddy Murphy a couple weeks ago. Literally called him Billy Murphy. He said, who is this guy? And now he's the breakout star of SmackDown. So, again, something Brandon doesn't like. And now Buddy Murphy is doing absolutely amazing. How is Billy Murphy getting all this TV time? It's insane. So like out of nowhere. There's rumors. Again, I don't know what to believe, you know. And I read this somewhere. I wrote this down. Uh, It was Brian Alvarez. He claims that Buddy Murphy being in the Roman angle is a complete accident. In other words, uh, that when the structure had fallen on Roman, that he wasn't supposed to be walking in the background like that. But because he was walking in the background accidentally, that they went with it. So if that is what mm. happened, if that if, if that oh, is actually <laughs> if that's true, um, I think that's the greatest organic storyline I've ever seen in the history of professional wrestling. My opinion. And help them, yeah, help them write the story. Right. <laughs> they just think they're by accident, right? Because what were like, they gonna do otherwise? They were like, you know what? We don't really know what to do with the storyline. So uh, shit, Buddy Murphy was in the background. Just have him face Roman, but. Honestly, you know what's funny though, man? I've seen a lot, so much bias from people, and they're like, they're like, you see, Buddy Murphy's a star. You see, he carried Roman, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. If you don't think Roman Reigns is the reason why Buddy Murphy looked like a star in that match, you don't understand professional wrestling. So I think Buddy Murphy's probably the bigger, the better worker out of the two, but Roman Reigns has the big match experience. Roman Reigns carried the performance aspect of it in that sense, where I'm sure Buddy Murphy was the one. So basically, Roman was the one saying, hey, like, call in the shots. And Buddy Murphy was probably getting to showcase what he could do. So please, again, for all of you fake fans who act like you know professional wrestling, I'm going to tell you for a fact, Roman Reigns was very instrumental in that match coming across good. I know we don't want to give Roman Reigns credit. I know it's the cool thing to hate Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns made Buddy Murphy a star because everybody can sit there and go, and when I say everybody, I mean the 10% of us, you know, who watch 205 Live, it's the same crowd that will watch a wrestling podcast. I'm aware of my crowd, but most casuals had no idea who Buddy Murphy is. For the love of God, this casual right here underneath me, on the podcast, called his ass Billy Murphy because he had no idea who he was. But now you know who Buddy Murphy is, right? 
now you know who he's all over TV. He's heavily involved in a uh, Roman storyline. I mean, look at the rub he's getting from arguably the top guy of the company in Roman. Is the real top guy, the big dog. I apologize. I still have a cough, by the way, guys. So, um, is he the top guy in the company? Because as much as everybody so, looks at Roman Reigns as the golden goose of the company, Seth Rollins is treated like a freaking king compared to Roman Reigns. Like, if we're being fair, Roman gets buried compared to uh, co- buried compared to Seth Rollins. Uh, speaking of Seth Rollins, I thought that match was going to be a blowout stinker. Right. And then that Me ended too. up being and it was like the best, the best match, match of the card. <laughs> <laughs> now, but I still want Brock to win, but still, right. yeah. At least we're fair. You notice that? Because, like, we're admitting that, like, we thought it would be bad. And it ended up being the best match of the night. I literally said, I think I tweeted this out, um, but I said, like, if I had told you at the beginning of the night that Roman, or sorry, that Brock versus Seth Rollins was going to be match of the night, would you have believed me? I don't think anybody would have believed me. I was already hate on it (laughs) when they announced it. Right. Exactly. And then, again, they, they had the match of the night. It's kind of freaking crazy. Oh, but oh well. Oh, well. It's nuts, man. I mean, and uh, also, how about freaking Stone Cold coming out on Raw, like, super putting uh, Seth over? What? <laughs> he had his character. I was like, damn. They're, they're about, they're about was, the Rollins right now. I, I was being a jackass. Stone Cold probably's going to come kick my ass. I'm, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Again, at Kenny Podcast, if you're not following us on Twitter, because I like to just be a jackass on Twitter. Um, I basically said uh, rumors, you know, I, I was being the Brad Shepard of the of the Twitter community and going, uh, rumors have it that Stone Cold's having trouble with his Skype camera, may not make it to Raw tonight, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I said, uh, rumor, Stone Cold has, has got his mic working, everything's okay, he was on the, the phone with Skype tech support, blah, 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 blah. Do I, you I, think uh, Stone Cold uses OBS? Stone Cold definitely does not use OB- OBS. <laughs> Stone Cold, a hundred percent, use OBS. And you know what else he doesn't use? He doesn't use a web browser to go to prowrestlingtees.com/slash Kenny for your thoughts. But one day, maybe he will. Maybe he'll find out about this podcast when we become big time. So prowrestlingtees.com/slash Kenny for your That's thoughts. Right. Buy yourself a T-shirt. And if you buy like a double XL, maybe you and your friend can both wear them together. It could be a friendship shirt. <laughs> Brandon, why don't, Brandon, why don't we have a friendship shirt? Yes, I buy it for your kids. Buy one big shirt, and then every time, every time that they do something wrong, you put both of your kids in it. That way, they have to stay together. We'll get one with Brandon's face. That way, they yeah. like, it's a real punishment. Like they have to wear Brandon's face every time they misbehave. Uh, I gotta find it, but I think I have a shirt with my face on it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hat Brandon, Brandon had the nerve to go make a shirt. With his face like, on it. I didn't Just even do it. I didn't uh-huh. do it. Sure. Someone else did it. It's crazy. Hey, but yeah. So Sue Hines says Roman gave uh, Buddy a nod after the match. And hi, by the way. Yes, hi to you. Oh yeah. Hi to you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, everyone on uh, Instagram right now. By the way, let's actually talk about Instagram. We yeah. have 10,000 followers. We, we finally crossed the threshold. 10,000 uh, followers. Where are these bots coming Instagram. from, Kitty? Why are you buying all these bots? bots? They are not bots. I don't, I've not ever paid for followers. Instagram followers. Wow. 
What is this? We've earned our Instagram. Hey, Nad. So my cousin, my cousin has joined us. She actually went to. Uh, she lives in Canada, so she actually went to. Uh, I think Raw and SmackDown. So shout out. Oh to her. wow! Shout out to her. I was looking at her Instagram story the past couple of days. Um, so yeah, um, as I was saying, I mean, uh, yeah, we do have ten thousand followers on the Instagram, and man, I. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Because in January, and I think you remember this, in January, I set this goal, this arbitrary goal, but it's not really arbitrary. I guess it was really specific. Um, I said, by SummerSlam, we're gonna, I want us to have 10,000 followers. And I don't know why I said SummerSlam, but I said SummerSlam. I'll be damned if we didn't get 10,000 followers literally 1150-something uh, the night of TakeOver, so the Saturday. So like yeah. literally the day before SummerSlam. We got vague goals can make results, right. baby. And you know what's funny? Like the first <laughs> thing I said was like, I posted, you know, of course, Brandon doesn't look at our social media, but the first thing I posted <laughs> was I tagged Chris Van Vliet, and I, I basically told everyone that, that I had a goal to um, get 10,000 followers um, by August. And, you know, I set a specific goal, and I really want to thank, you know, Chris Van Vliet because, you know, that mentality, the mentality he has, is, it, it's, it's ingrained in me, even before I met him, but... Um, yeah. And so he responded, you know, you crushed it, bro. It's because you set a specific goal. And yes, we, I, we did set a specific goal. Um, Fernando, I mean, yeah, look, Fernando. And no twerking videos. No twerking videos. We didn't, we did it organically. Yeah. I'm not wearing pants yeah. right now. I'm not wearing pants right now. Spoiler alert, but I'm not going to pan the camera down for your, <laughs> in, your enjoyment, Brandon. Um, but Fernando, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fernando Velasquez, Russell Marper, three three three, Brandon's biggest fan. He points <laughs> out, you know, and this is something to be proud of. He says in January you were around two hundred followers. Uh, that's a hundred percent true, and I will tell you for a fact on January nineteenth, uh, which is my birthday, um, January nineteenth, we had a hundred and forty six followers, and I remember that distinctively because I remember just thinking like, man, we're gonna get past this. And on January 19th, Tommy Dreamer uh, reposted a clip that I posted about the Chris Hamrick interview. And once he posted that, uh, it's not that we got a lot of followers from that post, but it was like between that and then between me going to NXT in Tampa and a lot of the wrestlers liking the pictures that I was posting, Tommy Dreamer reposting our stuff, all of a sudden our followers just started going into the, like, just started taking off so i will always look at that as the point that like yeah we started getting some some notoriety um and here we are 10k 10k that's crazy that is nuts. another thing to point out i mean this is something i'm very proud of only because like now that we have 10k on uh, instagram i'm like well let's work on something else right so i got i have two goals now there are two specific goals i have i want 10k on twitter but first and foremost i want a thousand on YouTube. So if you're listening on Twitter right now, please go to youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Or if you're listening in audio land, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Go subscribe to us there. Get us to a thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube. That is my goal. And we are going to get it. I'm calling my shot right now. But, Call um, it. What, what I wanted to say is that, I mean, we had 150 followers on Twitter. Brandon, do you remember that? We had like for the longest. Okay. Uh, we're up to we're up to three thousand. We're almost up to thirty one hundred. I think. Yeah. Where are these people coming from, uh, Kenny? You one, gotta stop by bots, man. What is this? No, this one is interaction. I mean, like I said, Twitter Twitter's fun, man. I'm actually really really having fun with Twitter. 
Uh, yeah. Instagram was me posting memes, right? So that meme king, like on Instagram, I, like, oh, yeah. whatever, I, it takes a lot of work. I'm posting a lot of content. Um, but on Twitter, I just get to talk sometimes. I don't have to like just post content. So like, I think the biggest thing, when, when we started getting followers, when I said, I tagged Casey Catanzaro around the rumble time. And I said, uh, Casey Catanzaro coming up to the main roster. The, the thing that worries the, me the most is the fact that they have the covers around the ring post. Can she climb those ring posts? These are the things that keep me up at night. And then she retweeted that and I go, and she's like, yeah, that's what worries me too. You know what I mean? And so, and people are like, wow, yeah. Casey Catanzaro responded to your crap. And it was like, now I get to see, it's like, yeah, they're just normal wrestlers. Like on Twitter, like you just at them and like say something witty or funny and they'll respond. I mean, Roman Reigns liked our stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, what's one of the later examples? We, we you know which one I really like? I like the uh, the Kelly Kelly or the Barbie. <laughs> oh, man, the <laughs> Kelly Kelly one. Crashing into Roman. That was, was great. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to find that on the spot. I know, but we're, let, let's, yeah. find, let's find that right now. Uh, let's transition us. I found it already. Don't worry. Um, hopefully, yeah. you in audio land can hear this. Um, but it's it's a clip of... <laughs> I'll describe it right afterwards, so don't worry. So here we go. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let me explain what happened for everyone in Audio Land. In Audio Land, uh, Kelly Kelly had posted a video of her, like, you know, singing, uh, what's the song? Pure Water? Pure Water Migos? Uh, so she's singing that song, kind of acting sexy, kind of doing this number and looking at the camera. So it's like yeah. almost not looking at the road. So I transitioned it into her, uh, Roman Reigns almost getting run over. And of course, my jackass is like, look, it's not her fault. She couldn't see. So if you're not following us on social media, you're missing stuff right. like that. Again, Kenny Podcast on Twitter, right. at Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast on um, on Instagram. And yeah, so that's that, it's content like that, honestly, yeah. that got us to the 10K mark. Not bots I mean, and stuff like Brandon says. Yeah, right. It's content like that. I'm, I'm really proud of Kelly Kelly. Because, you know, Kelly Kelly looks phenomenal, and I'm yeah, sure that helps. Absolutely. absolutely. It, and that was kind of the baiting into it. it yeah. nails her, right? But, um, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm proud of her content. I put a lot of work into it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, I'm not going to downplay it anymore. Like, I do put a lot of work into our freaking content. And uh, it, it's starting to pay off, which is which is really humbling. Um you know, I, I'm not going to mention their names because I, I don't want to, I don't need to, but, you know, I have other, other peers, you know, other podcasts and they're like messaging me, like, how'd you get to this? How'd you do this? And these are podcasts that I look up to. Like, I look at them and go, man, I want to be on their level. And they're messaging me saying, you know, hey, how do you do this? How'd you do that? You know, and, oh man, your stuff looks great. Uh, how are you doing that? And it's like, that just... Like, y'all don't know how much that means to me, like, to be respected by my peers. Brandon, you will never understand the feeling. <laughs> I will never get it, you know. Oh, man. People putting this guy over too much. But no, he's got a big head. But no, you do put out a lot of content. I, actually, I was kind of scrolling through and I was like looking at Twitter. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is dude just tweet all day. Like, how does he have right. time to get and, all and this then, shit out? And, and, and what it is, man, is like, it's stuff that, like, I've, 
okay, like Twitter specifically, I'm just finally realizing like all I have to do with Twitter is the way I act with you, and like all jokes aside, I know I play a character and act like you're different, well, but yeah. you're not. But you know, all the stuff I say to you that may sound a little witty or sound a little funny, all I have to do is just type that. Like as opposed to saying it out loud, I just type it. You know what I mean? So that's literally the interaction on Twitter is just, just saying stuff like that and getting people to interact with us. I mean, so Twitter has been a good outlet. I mean, there's been times it's like 3 a.m. and I'm just saying stuff that I feel because I'm passionate about professional wrestling. And, you know, I sometimes I just want to voice my opinion, you know, like uh, trying to think of something on Twitter. I mean, um, I mean, I did a lot of talking about Sasha Banks, you know, um, recently. So I guess we, we should get into that a little bit. Yeah, that was like my mark out moment probably of the whole week, man. The return yeah. of Sasha Banks. Yeah, because yeah, I was like over the fiend. Yeah, over the fiend, man. The fiend was 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 cool, but Sasha Banks coming back because I wasn't really reading up on stuff, and so as far as I knew, she was gone or was having trouble. Weird. They were. I wasn't sure she was just like on vacation or something like that, or if you know things weren't going too hot. And so I wasn't expecting her back right now or anytime soon i figured they sort of had stuff that they were doing with you know becky and uh charlotte and the tag titles had their thing going on so i didn't really know what they were bringing her back and she came out during like natty's little speech and then just freaking wrecks her it's also where she came out like she literally like like uh natty was literally like you know tomorrow's a year since my dad died like, it's a very serious thing, and it's something that actually happened, and, it's, and yeah. all of a sudden, Sasha Banks' music hits. And then you're almost like, oh, okay, like, that's cool, because she comes to the ring and almost, like, shakes her hands and, and, and shakes her hand and kind of, like, acknowledges it. But then she just blasts her. She just absolutely blasts her, like, right then, it was just like, yeah. oh, that's fucked up. Like, that's fucked up. Like, she, you know, you want to talk, like, a heel turn. Like, she hit her right when she was reminiscing about her father. Like, how crazy is yeah. that? Like, that's messed up. And uh, I think the funniest thing is that, uh, like, she came out with the purple wig on, uh, and it's like, okay, (laughs) apparently purple means baby face, and blue means heel. That's what I've Uh... gathered from this week, because that's exactly, Sasha literally felt the need to take off the wig and show that she was a heel. What was your take on that? Was that kind of hokey? Was that kind of weird? Like, was it, did it? Did it do what it was supposed to do, or, or did it? Did it? Miss yeah, the well, you know what? Yeah, I didn't even know what that was about. I just figured maybe she had like a certain hairstyle that she was posting up on social media or something beforehand, right? To Brandon. maybe throw people off. Yeah, Brandon. All right, so we're gonna do this impromptu. All right, impromptu. <laughs> you know exactly what's coming. You know exactly what's coming. Impromptu. Right. Don't sleep on it. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Don't sleep on wigs, all right? They make all the difference in the world. Wigs, weave, <laughs> blue, purple, extensions. It's really what it's about. So, so I meant for you it to sells say a something. Few. I meant for you to say something about Sasha Banks specifically. But oh, instead, yeah. Instead, oh, what so <laughs> gone and done is, is told our viewers, don't sleep on wigs. <laughs> You gotta get the uh, really expensive weave, like the like the Beyonce style stuff. They so, spend a lot of money on it. It's pretty expensive, but it looks so legit. Are you saying Beyonce has weave? Is this is this the Beyonce? Beyonce right is bald, 
It's as bald as a cue ball. Oh boy, I don't, I don't condone this because Queen Bee's gonna come after us. She's gonna shut down this podcast, and that's gonna be it. And if, if not her, don't at me, gonna, Queen Bee. Her sister don't gonna at beat me. our ass in an elevator. <laughs> so I mean, it's all right, bro. I got, I got Jay Z to protect me. I was gonna say if Jay Z is gonna get his ass kicked in the elevator, we stand no chance. Because Mr. Carter got some money, man. And he's, he's still getting his ass beaten in an elevator, bro. Don't ask me, bro. Don't ask me. Solange Knowles. Don't ask me. That's right. You heard it right here. We know you're paying for that good stuff. <laughs> so, Brandon, uh, how many yes. names do you mispronounce at this point? Let, let's, we're keeping a running tally, right? So, the latest right. is Billy Murphy. Billy Murphy. Right. Uh, Kairi Sané. Kairisane. Uh, there's somebody else. Oh my god. There's Nia Jax. Oh yeah, Nia Jax. No, no, that's how you pronounce it. All right. Nia... <laughs> so Brandon's claiming that's not a part yeah. of the list officially. That's yeah. Right, Nia so Jax. Nia Jax. Yeah. Uh, Io Shiri. How do you yeah. say that one? <laughs> yeah, Io Shiri. That's fine. And then uh, I, the last one I have is Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Yeah, that's his name. It's Apollo Crews. Apollo Creed. Who probably knows as Apollo Creed? So soon we'll have a shirt. But speak, soon we'll have a shirt basically with all the names that Brandon mispronounces. I'm sure there's a couple more. Uh, but speaking of Apollo Creed, <laughs> um, Brandon, the return of the King of Ring tournament. Yeah, dude. So I didn't. So what's the deal? Like these normally were just like pay per views, right? And now, so back in the day, because this, yeah. is, this is before your time, right? I yeah. Mean, uh, so the King of the Ring was a tournament that they used to do uh, for house shows, and then I think what they ended up doing. Uh, by the way, Craig Damian twenty four says he will buy that shirt, so I have it on good yes. authority that yes, we, we're gonna at least have one purchase. Um, and then yeah, he he makes a good point that I do want to bring up um, right afterwards. Um, so yeah, the King of the Ring was a uh, pay-per-view starting in 1993. The first official winner, official winner, was Bret the Hitman Hart because they had uh, King Harley Race, they had King Haku. There were other kings that proceeded, but the first winner of the pay-per-view was uh, Bret Hart. And then I think uh, Jerry the King Lawler. He had a, like a little tiff with Jerry the King Lawler uh, over that because he was the first and only king of the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, the second year. Man, you know what? Let's see if I can name all of them. So oh, the, wow. second year, the second year was Owen Hart in 1994, stepping out of his brother's shadow. 1995 was King Mabel. So guys, again, if you're watching the video version, you can see him not looking at any you know, TV. I'll cover my eyes for you. <laughs> King, King Mabel. Uh, 1996 was a little gentleman named Stone Cold Steve Austin with the Austin 316 speech. Austin 316 just kicked your ass. Uh, that wasn't supposed to happen. It was supposed to be Hunter Hearst Helmsley winning that year, but he got in trouble with the uh, infamous curtain call. That leads us to uh, next year when Hunter Hearst Helmsley actually won. So Hunter Hearst Helmsley won. Uh, here, and tell me if I get any of them wrong. So 1998 was Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock was the king of the ring. 1999 was Mr. Ass Billy Gunn. Uh, 2000 was Kurt Angle, King Kurt. <laughs> 2001 was Edge, uh, and then the final King of the Ring pay-per-view, official King of the Ring pay-per-view, was the next big thing, Brock Lesnar. Uh, he went on to face uh, The Rock that year, 
the King of the Ring winner fought the uh, the WWE champion. And then mm-hmm. I think the unofficial winners, uh, I can't remember. This is the one that gets a little sketchy for me. 2008, William Regal won. Uh, 2000, I think, I want to say it was all the way in 2000. No, it was 2012 uh, or 2011 that Sheamus won. And then it goes all the way to 2014 where King Barrett, Wade, Wade Barrett, Barrett. Bad News Barrett. The the monkey's in the back. I was the king of the ring. Wade Barrett. So Wade Barrett wins uh, King of the Ring. Um, And then I think that's been it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing one or two. I think, uh, yes, so somebody did call me out. Technically, yeah, King King Booker. King Booker is definitely one I missed. Uh, 2006. How could we forget the King King Booker? Come on now. King Booker, was a, King Booker, oh man, King Booker had no business being a good King of the Ring. He had no business being a good King of the Ring. But the best thing, and I'm just going to be blunt about it, was you had a ghetto black dude that was his character, and then he's supposed to be royalty all of a sudden, but then he would get ghetto again, like if something happened. Like, I'll never forget, he was making Crime Time feel like he was almost like admonishing Crime Time for their race. And being stereotypical, you know, like, you know, they're like, he was basically like, why do you act like that? And it was, it made for some great TV. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, Queen Shamel, let me get my wallet. And they had just left. And then he goes, like, starts feeling around. And then he's like realizing his wallet's not there. And then he goes, oh, hell nah, the poor bitches took my wallet. Like, you know, and it was just <laughs> hilarious. Like only, Booker T doesn't get enough credit. Uh, for being one of the greatest superstars in WWE and WCW history, because that was great, great television, man. Uh, King Booker. Uh, yes, so... Now, what... Mabel. Oh, Mabel was not a good King of the Ring, for the love of God. <laughs> now, why did they have uh, these gaps, like, with the King of the Ring after, uh, sort of, 2002? Right, so the reason the pay-per-view ended was because the buy rates were not very good. Uh, these did not get good buy rates, I think the best way to say it is like you have a 16-man tournament. It gets kind of at least for WWE fans because I know New Japan fans are are gonna be like, well, we got the G1 climax and shit. Like we got we got blocks and we got we can pay attention. I'm talking about the WWE fans. The WWE fans were were not really gonna buy a pay-per-view with 16 setup matches. It was like boring to them, I guess. You know what I mean? And it was, I guess. I guess in the grand scheme of things, it WWE is not known for these tournaments, so. It's better that you have this, uh, in my opinion, it's better suited for a Raw, like a special edition Raw, because then, you know, you have commercial breaks and you have, like, things that can transition the show. Whereas on a pay-per-view, it was just three hours. Like, what can you really transition to? you got to have either a lot of backstage segments or or something. So, I mean, shit. Yeah, so this is going to be good because they're sort of spreading it out. Across, I guess Raw and SmackDown, possibly like is it, is it SmackDown. I thought it was just. I don't know. Raw. Well, From what maybe I understood. Just, yeah. uh, I thought it was going to be like multiple episodes. Like uh, no, they were going to span I, it out think, over a couple weeks. I think weeks. it was just uh, one episode. From what I understood, it was just one episode of Raw. Um, and now I want to announce. I don't know if they've officially announced the names, but I'm going off of the advertisement. Okay. Um, so I'm going to announce the names here, uh, and you, you all can tell me. You, Brandon, you can tell me if you agree with these. Uh, we have Elias. Yeah. The Miz. Kevin Owens, Chad Gable, Andrade, 
Shelton Benjamin, Billy Murphy, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and yes, I said Billy on purpose. No one think I made a mistake like Brandon. Yes. Cedric Alexander, Drew McIntyre, Cesaro, <laughs> Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Ali, Apollo Crews, sorry, Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Yes. And yes. Uh, Samoa Joe. So look at that. Those are that's your a hell of a lineup right there. That's your sixteen according to the advertisement, according to what they showed. So how do you feel about that? Who do you think's winning? Uh, I personally, I'm pulling for Drew McIntyre. I think it's time, bro. I think it's time to give him some picture win. Wait, wait a second. Time did to start putting. Say, yeah. Did you just say it's time, girl? Like to me? Sorry. Yeah, it was a slip. <laughs> I don't like that you assumed my gender. That's the first. You know what? We're we're gender uh, fluid gender here. Fluid here. That's right. Absolutely. We don't care. Absolutely. But. I'm still offended that, that you assumed. That's the problem. Not not that you called me a girl, but you assumed. All right. You don't know what I'm I... But anyway, uh, as I was saying, yeah, Drew McIntyre better win this damn thing. Because Drew McIntyre needs it the most out of everybody. At the same time, King Ali does have a ring to it. Mm. Or maybe he could be a... Drew McIntyre could be king and then Ali could be prince. Prince, Prince Ali. Prince Ali. Yeah. So if like Ali is like a runner-up or something, yeah, you could be like Prince, Prince Ali. Oh, man. But there's so many people in this tournament that could do good with the King gimmick. And I just hope it's nothing nothing like what happened to King Barrett, King Barrett, because they, I don't think he did well with the King gimmick. Right. That's the problem is like they took away Bad News Barrett and made him King Barrett, which was a travesty. So I'm conflicted. <laughs> the king of the ring, the the the. King They're gonna the do ring. the same thing with McIntyre. <laughs> Just make him a generic right. bad king guy. Well, I mean, the last couple of kings have all been from Europe. Yeah. So I mean, here that's that's the problem. Is like I feel like Vince McMahon's like, you know what? We're gonna push a European star, make him king of the ring. <laughs> And uh, that's just like they're they're all sitting there like you know just because he's like in you know there's an English guy a European guy doesn't mean he's right. king yeah but you know the their English people are weird <laughs> we have presidents they have kings so by the way, such Drew, good shit <laughs> Drew made me feel good because I've yeah. never been told my Vincent man's good but Drew was like yeah do your Vincent man it's great and I was like it, it is. Nice. Uh, I, went to, I went to Drew, who was on last week's episode. I went to his house for SummerSlam. And then, yeah, he was like, do your Vince McMahon. I was like, I can't do it on the spot. And then I said something like, yeah. Like, the fiend, Bray, right. <laughs> Yeah. You, you got to get guttural. It, it comes from here, Bray. Right from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bray, let me hear Vince McMahon. Comes from the loins. <laughs> you got big stones. You let it come out. Linda, I'll be your genetic jackhammer. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the Sane, Asuka, who can tell the difference? Not me. Brandon's Brandon referring to, just so no one thinks Brandon's a racist one here, he's referring to when the, uh, what, what is their name? The Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane came out. And the social media handles that they showed were for Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. Io Shirai. 
which Io Shirai, by the way, had an amazing showing at NXT Takeover. Let me talk oh, about that beat, right now. Oh, she beat Candice, right? But yeah. it was the it was it, like I sad sadly Mia Yim and Shayna Baszler fell flat to me. Oh yeah, that went down. Candice LeRae and Io Shirai stole the show, like absolutely stole the show uh, with their match. Might have been the best match of the night, but you see, I'm biased, and mm-hmm. I'm going to admit this live on air. I don't think I like the Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano matches as much as everyone else. And it's not... Was it was it too long, did you think? Or this is the thing. It's not just too bad much. matches. I just think they're not my cup of tea. <laughs> because I think I go for more <clears> like... I would rather The Rock cut a 30-minute promo than watch The Rock wrestle a Broadway for half an hour. Right. So I know these are great uh, athletes. I know... Uh, first of all, the match... Uh, was amazing. Uh, that third fall with the uh, <coughs> I apologize. Uh. Choking here because I'm still a little bit under the weather, <laughs> weather here. Um, but let's just blame it on Brandon. Brandon uh, yeah. has gotten I gave him the loss yeah. of <laughs> Um But anyway, uh, so Adam Cole versus uh, Johnny Gargano. I mean, that, that last fall in the steel cage was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And yes, I'm being told to take a haul. Yes. But why take a hold when I can have <laughs> casual wrestling jewel water right yes. here? Right here. Uh, it's just oh, the, man. we're going to sell it. Goes down smooth. We are going to sell this. This is Brandon's actual jewel wrestling thirty-five. Hopefully, it, we're probably not going to get that opportunity to get your jewel from WrestleMania thirty-six because it's going to be so damn hot, so damn hot that there's no way in hell, no way in hell that. Uh, you're I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna to suck on a on a starburst or something. Yeah, I'm gonna get my right. mouth watering. So I don't have halls next to me, but for some reason I have floss. So we're just gonna floss live on air instead. <laughs> Hopefully it helps me. Hopefully it helps me. But but Brandon, as we were saying, we're talking about the King of the Ring tournament. I mean, unless yes. you want to change the subject there, Brandon. Uh, no, I will say. Um, all right, I was re- I don't know if this is legit or not, but okay. I'm reading on this thing and it's saying, all right, it was indicated on Raw, 16 man tournament will begin next Monday. I'm surprised that you can read. That's the biggest thing that I'm getting out. Of this uh, yeah. Today. Well, <laughs> actually, somebody's just feeding me the information through through the earpiece. So. Feed him more. Uh, feed. Yeah, feed him more. Uh, Looks and like it says, it's um, like I'm jerking off two midgets here. <laughs> right. Or it says, uh, land? I didn't mean to say that. You have no <laughs> idea what I just did. But go ahead. It says, the tournament will begin anyway. next Monday and continue over the next few weeks. So, so it, is a, it is a couple I'm of I'm hoping weeks. they spread it out. Okay. Yeah, oh, and hopefully it's just not okay. one show. I mean, that'll be All cool, right. yeah. Well, I don't know if I believe. So you got something to look forward to. Yeah, your sources are really. I don't know if they're credible. Yeah, this could be bad. Yeah, this could be. If this is spread out over a couple weeks, that might be the best way to go because that's again the reason people didn't like the King of the Ring is because it was just all at once. The attention span wasn't that good. So I mean, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But Uh, let's speak of a very, very bad thing because I wanted the main part of this episode to be about. (laughs) The Fiend, Bray I know we talked about him a little bit. Oh, okay. But uh, we talked about SummerSlam being a so-so show. Bray Wyatt's the right. reason why it became a good show. And remember a couple, remember yeah, like like... when the Firefly Funhouse first started out? Go listen to some old episodes of this so you can hear proof of this. Uh, Brandon asked yeah. me the specific question. He goes, uh, when uh, do you think uh, <laughs> The Fiend uh, is going to... Uh, Debut uh, on TV. Uh, do you think uh, this is how we talk? It was very long, drawn out, but 
He basically says, <laughs> sure, you know, sure. when, 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 he, let me, let me say it fast. When do you think that the fiend is going to debut? And I said, <laughs> SummerSlam. And then Brandon was like, Ugh, but do you think they would stretch it out that long? And I think they would do that. And I said, yeah, they'll stretch it out that long. <laughs> so I was right. They, they, they the, the fiend debuted at SummerSlam. Is... Did they not? <laughs> he me, did. Let me in. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is this is crazy because you know Balor didn't come out as a demon, of course, and uh, Balor, I guess, sort of took the squash there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what's Brandon, the deal? Audio, uh, when are we? When are we kind of expecting? Your, your audio is cutting out a little bit here, so you might have to say that again. Oh, I cut out still. We're still here. Yeah, we're still yeah. alive. Hello. The arsonist has large feet. All right, I think we're good. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Ask your question. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, when are we maybe expecting Balor to come back, or we just not know that it's just sort of up in the air at this point? Uh, yeah, so Balor. I mean, uh, if this is true again, I it's just all rumors. I don't know if he's going yeah. to get married. Yeah, hope, take some time off, man. That's awesome. That is very awesome that you're going to go get married, and then uh, congrats to him and his wife. Um, that being said, first of all, let me let me say this first off. Finn Balor doesn't get enough credit for his involvement in The Fiend uh, because Balor did some little things that he did not have to do, okay? Uh, first and foremost being the fact that, like you said, I mean, the, this is a guy who is, you know, synonymous with a character called the Demon. And he came out as the man, but he did not have to sell being scared as much as he did. Like, the, from the minute he was in the ring and did his little pose, and then kind of his music died down, from that minute, uh, he literally started kind of looking from side to side and showing that he was intimidated and showing that he was unsure of what he was about to face. And there was just a lot of subtleties there with uh, his facial expressions that he's not going to get credit for in the grand scheme of things. The other thing, I thought it was so damn ingenious that he wore white. And, like, he came out in all white. So you want to talk about just the antithesis of, you know, good versus evil. I mean, you have uh, Bray Wyatt coming out, Satan himself. Like, there's no better way to put it. He's Satan himself. He's the fiend. Bray Wyatt came out looking like Jesus. I mean, he came out in all white. It's again. It's a subtlety. It's it's not something he had to do. I mean, he could have come out wearing blue like he normally does, but he wore the all white because it clashed so much with Finn. Uh, sorry, with Bray Wyatt stuff. It was ingenious for him to do. He put that character over so much. I I am really really happy that um, Finn Balor was the guy on the other side of the ring because even the little things. I mean, when the Fiend snapped his neck. Like, oh yeah, crap. Like, <laughs> like, and he sold the crap out of that too. I mean, uh, like, we saw like a murder live on air. How crazy is that? <laughs> so Brandon, give me your take on this, dude. Yeah, what? Were the emotions yeah, when you saw this? Yeah, well, I was gonna say, uh, what, what are you yeah. thinking about the mandible claw coming back? Uh, you know, in the stunner too. Like, I that's think pretty cool. Right. And we're getting to that point where where characters are copying other characters, which is cool from the Attitude Era. But I think that the mandible claw, if I had to guess, was a happy accident. 
And what I mean by that is uh, I said this to, uh, to Drew. Drew had, was asking me the very similar question. And yeah. uh, I, I said, I don't think the mandible claw was supposed to be his move. And I think what ended up happening is when Foley was supposed to be involved and he couldn't get medically cleared or, you know, he's not supposed to compete or whatever it is. I think he basically said, all right, why don't you do my move? Why don't you do the mandible claw? Put me down. It'll like really mean something if you do it. So from so he did it and it got over and it was really good. And I think maybe from that point, Foley was just like, why don't you just use it when you need to? Right. Um, the very next week, I mean, you got Kurt Angle there and I, and I think it meant something that he did the mandible claw. I think it, you, you're kind of pigeonholed into a situation with Kurt Angle because obviously he can physically do something. Um, you can physically do something to Kurt Angle, but you want to sell the fact that he's retired. So you don't physically want to like beat him up. Um, so I think, again, it was ingenious for him to do the mandible claw. So now you have a move that is safe for the fiend to do. I think that's the biggest thing coming out of this is like you can have anybody in there. You can have uh, somebody who's retired and not supposed to compete and not supposed to do spears because they have spinal stenosis edge. And you can do this move to them and have them be safe. But that that, that transitions me because I want to touch on that real quick. Did you see that edge did a spear at uh, SummerSlam? Yeah, they put it in the pre-show, right? Yeah, and, and the rules so are like, coming out. What? Right, the rules are coming out. the pre-show. That's that's cool, though. At least they put a little surprise like that I'm there. Now you can tune in for the pre-shows now. I'm just glad he was Yeah. And, I, and the rumor is that <laughs> it took a lot of convincing to let Edge do that because Vince McMahon, um, because Vince McMahon is, was not happy with Edge doing uh, anything physical because he's on the no-contact list. Uh-huh. So it took a lot of convincing, and, and I'm glad he did it. And and this, again, I have a problem with wrestling fans. I do, because they were like, those are really shitty spear. And it's like, oh, my God. What is wrong with you? This dude, it's a yeah, spear. It's, this is a dude that should not be doing anything. But you yeah. could see from the minute that like, – I almost knew he would spear somebody when I watched the clip because when he came out, he was breathing a certain way. And you could see that passion in Edge. You could li- You could feel it. If you're a real wrestling fan – you could feel that he was breathing heavy. He was looking around, and you could be like, oh, my God, he's going to do something. Like, he's actually going to do something. That's why he's so goddamn nervous right now. <clears throat> and sure enough, he's standing in the ring. He's going, oh, he's breathing, breathing, and then he just takes off for the, the spear on Elias. And I marked out, man, when I saw it because I didn't see it live. I didn't see it live. But when I watched that clip back, mm-hmm. I, marked, I marked out because here's one of my favorites. I mean, I was told when I got to Drew's house, I was told, hey, Edge did, you know, was, did some something physical. And I was like, they're like, what the I hell? Was stunned. Yeah. I was like, yeah. They're like, do you like Edge? And I was like, you tell me. So I pulled up the, uh, <laughs> the and I showed yeah. them the tat that I have that matches Edge's tat because that was the first tattoo I got. And I was like, you tell me if, I, if I'm an Edge fan. And they're like, oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say I was emotional, but yeah, like it, it, it was. It made me so happy to see that. Honestly, you, you know what, uh, Paige, you're next. Paige is getting the mandible claw as soon as she gets back. She's yeah. gonna have to take She's one. Get the it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, as soon as she comes back. Yeah, absolutely. She just had uh, speaking today, yeah. so I was yeah. gonna say yeah. So shout out to her. But uh, what were you saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. Speaking of Spears, how about uh, the best thing to happen in wrestling? Mr. Dolph Ziggler 
taking some spears the best from Goldberg. It's a professional wrestling Dolph Ziggler, like you just said. Uh, Dolph That's Ziggler, right. Dolph Ziggler did amazing, by the way. Dolph Ziggler did amazing. Uh, I didn't. I actually called Dolph Ziggler winning because I thought they would swerve the crap out of us. Uh, but instead, we got Goldberg in kind of in terms of what we expected. It was predictable, but the execution was absolutely amazing. Um, very cool to see. I like the you know Dolph Ziggler's uh, Goldberg wins. He's getting out of the ring and then. Q Dolph Ziggler saying, is that all you got? Are you really a man? Come back here. You know, and, uh, that was, that was funny as hell. Man. That was funny as hell. What'd you think about that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you think Goldberg redeemed himself, you know, especially since uh, super showdown, like he needed this Absolutely. match to sort of Absolutely. make up for it, <clears throat> clean it up. Be like, all right, now we can end it on this. Absolutely. He redeemed himself. And, uh, if he decided, uh, so your audio cut out. It was the perfect end. Your audio completely cut out. Oh, no. Right, hopefully we're still still alive here. What would you say? Hello. No. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, with the perfect guy in Dolph Ziggler to, to take the take the hit for it. Well, right, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely, uh... absolutely. I think I think Dolph did, did amazing here in this role. I mean, uh, I don't know if people can <clears throat> can shit on Goldberg for for this one because Goldberg did great. I, I mean, if you, if you think uh, Goldberg did something wrong, you're not a wrestling fan. I, I don't think people get it, man. It's like not everybody has to be Johnny Gargano and uh, Adam Cole. There there are rooms for the rooms for the Goldbergs. There's room for you know other people. I mean. Yes, it's professional wrestling. Hulk Hogan is the greatest of all time, one of the greatest of all time, uh, <laughs> simply because of a character, not because of what he did in the ring. Yeah. You know? He probably, he did less when he came to WWE, right? Because he said... Absolutely. You know, he did more in Japan than he did. Uh, you know, the crazy stuff, but when he did... Did you listen yeah. to the Stone Cold podcast? I could tell. <laughs> well, I just remember you guys talking about it, so... Right. So I mean, I mean that's that's proof all right. It happened with uh, with Wesley or something, right? Exactly. He mean the guy can actually wrestle. That's that's the weird thing. The guy can actually wrestle. Uh, he doesn't get enough credit for it. Um, but hey, we're about to end on Instagram Live, so guys, jump on YouTube to watch the rest of this, or on Twitter at Kenny Podcast. So let's end that right now. <laughs> I will say uh, I'm digging the shit-talking jobber Dolph Ziggler. I mean, this could be his best work. Uh, so let's talk about that. Again, these are all rumors. I don't know how true this is, but I'm hearing rumors that Dolph Ziggler was on a handshake deal. Uh, his last night was supposed to be the night after uh, SummerSlam, and now we're getting uh, word that Vince McMahon has broken that handshake deal and said that, like, no, I want you to work more. So, again, this is this is rumors, but this sounds more like this sounds more like people just hating on Vince McMahon, so I don't know. I don't know how true it is. I don't know how true it is. Which, oh, by the way, I just got a, mess, I just got a yeah. message from her, so I want to say this on air. Uh, there's someone who follows right. us on, on Instagram. Her name is uh, Brianna uh, underscore Brandy. She's an amazing, amazing athlete. I'm going to read her profile. Uh, basically, it says, you know, aspiring WWE superstar, uh, hip-hop musician. And uh, what's cool is that she's actually a part of 
of the September signings, or I guess the August signings, right? Why am I saying September? Uh, one of the signings that WWE announced today. So she's actually an NXT superstar, which is kind of freaking crazy. And oh. she just basically just, uh, you know, without reading it, she basically just thanked me uh, through direct message because I did post about it on, on Instagram. Um, yeah. How crazy is that, man? Like someone, when we started up the podcast, I've just been looking at her stuff and like, man, she's going to make it. Like she's got the it factor and the sure enough, you know, I'm not saying I did that. Mind you, this ain't about me. Uh, yeah, sure enough, sure enough, man, her work ethic and drive, man, she, she made it. She's an NXT superstar. So you're going to see, you're going to be seeing big things from her. How crazy yeah. is that, man? Maybe even see her on a Kenny for your thoughts. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's 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 see that. We're, we're gonna get some people, man. I, I've been reaching out yeah. to some people. Um, we're gonna have some some guests lined up, so don't you worry, Brandon. But you know, again, in wrap it up. I mean, I think let, we, we should. The two biggest things that happened this week, man. Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks. Sasha Banks, and, <laughs> yeah. and the demon, the demon, the fiend, the fiend, <laughs> uh, Bray Wyatt, man. Yeah. Uh, the, if you haven't seen that entrance, I, and you know something I did want to talk about because a lot of people, this, this shows your bias, guys, uh, right here. So people are, are they're conspiracy theorists, right? So WWE had posted uh, uh, had posted Bray Wyatt's entrance, and then it was taken down, and then they reposted it without the severed head. And so everybody's saying, so let me hear your opinion, Brandon. Go ahead. You be a conspiracy theorist. I know you want to say stuff. Go ahead. About and they take it down. Oh, um... Oh, maybe because of Epstein? No? Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't, wasn't going no. that far. Oh, but, sorry. But, uh, so people are sitting there going, well, you see WWE, is, they're already changing his entrance. They're going to take out the best part of it. Uh, th- you know, things like that. And they're saying Vince McMahon doesn't get it. Oh, they want you to go watch it on the network because, you know, they want you to see it for free on YouTube. Right. So the reports are coming out that YouTube was the one that took it down. Because they don't like the depiction of a severed head. So it was not WWE's fault. It was YouTube guidelines. So everyone's sitting there with their WWE hate. And they want to sit there and they they say, oh, you see WWE's doing this stuff wrong. It was not WWE that wanted this taken down. Obviously, they want the hits on on YouTube. uh, But... Yeah, you're going to have to go see it on the network because no severed heads, Brandon. No severed heads. Freaking Google censoring our severed heads. We want to see some severed heads, man. Especially when it's from the fiend. Come on. Right, exactly. And then let's get into, last but not least, Sasha Banks coming back. The heel turn that we never saw coming, and I think it was done right. If you've not seen Sasha Banks in NXT as a heel, she did some amazing work. She did some work with Izzy. Uh, AKA at the time, uh, Bailey's number one fan, which I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to get Izzy on the podcast because we're going to meet her in a month. I'm going to yeah. very bluntly be on the podcast. Let's see what she says. Her and her parents, of course, because she's, she's 13, you know, she's training to be a wrestler, but she's get involved at knockout wrestling we, where we are commentators. So, uh, Brandon, I, uh, I might have to tell you this off air too. I can't mm-hmm. say it right now, but we have some pretty exciting news in terms of commentary for the next mm-hmm. Knockout Wrestling mm-hmm. show. Uh, rumors of I'm hearing of something that they want to happen. So let us see if we can get this done, and then I will be marking out. So I'll let you know uh, on air, and we'll let you all know at a later date when I can say it. Um, but yeah, Sasha Banks, man. One In one night, the whole women's division got reinvigorated, in my opinion. Because the one thing that it was missing, uh, Raw was missing, was a big heel. 
Yeah. And Sasha is the person that can fill that role. And, you know, I'm not here to talk about her quote-unquote whining and, and quitting and this and that. You can save that for... You can go watch JD from New York saying, this girl comes back and uh, she doesn't know. Like, you can you can go watch his virgin ass do all Kenny that. Kenny is hating so, right now. Kenny is hating. I'm not hating. He's telling the truth. I'm just calling out the truth. I'm the anti-smart of professional wrestling. People want to hate on wrestling. I want to hate on the people that hate on professional wrestling. So, <coughs> so upset again. She's getting choked up. <laughs> Hashtag, I will say this is awesome for Becky. Anti-smart of professional wrestling. <laughs> but yes. Um, yeah, this is awesome for Becky. Go ahead. Because now she's got like a legit, I think, opponent. Because I guess the only other person you really could have her go against was maybe Charlotte. And so it's cool that now she's got, you know, somebody else there that's like, all right, this, this lady's legit on her level. I can see her, you know. Maybe even taking the title off of her. Right, exactly. Probably not going to happen, this is but incredible it's threat. like legit. Yeah. This is a credible threat to Becky's title reign, is like Sasha Banks, because she's one of the four horsewomen. Like, she's a strong character. So, I mean, I'm excited. I think they're going to have some great, great promos. I mean, Sasha as a heel is so much better, and, and Becky is going to let loose on the mic anyway. Uh, our friend Keith is in the chat, by the way. He's, he's uh, I appreciate that. Keith. He says, Daltberg stole SummerSlam, and that uh, he's requesting a Goldberg did nothing wrong t-shirt. Um, we'll have to make that happen. We, we've asked Chris Andrew to get you a Dolph Ziggler heel crew jacket. Um, yes. Well, Brandon, anything else you want to say before we wrap this? Uh, yeah, shout out to, to Jackie Phil Bourbon. And uh, also, I have to say. You're a Jackie Phil Bourbon hey, guy, right? That's right. That's right. Shout out there. But I also have to say, uh, Big D Drew attacked me at work. <laughs> I was going out of work. I don't have the video. He hit, he sent me, he hit the me video. with the drive-by. He yeah. sent me a video of him uh, literally just like zooming in on you going, Brandon, I'm coming for you. Now, this is a rare situation because, uh, Brandon, you are not the champion. He is the champion, but he is He's stalking you. He is stalking right. you. So I don't know what's up with our 24, I can't hear your thoughts, 24-7 title, but... Apparently, the champion is stalking his challengers. So it's kind of a deviating crazy. from the norm. Drew is the fiend of the 24-7 title. <laughs> it says, uh, so Rey Mysterio's fourth knee surgery. That is the best <laughs> screen name, by the way, ever in the history of professional wrestling. Again, Rey Mysterio's fourth knee <laughs> surgery. I had surgery in my left knee five times. Right. Um, he says, I am now a fan of Drew for attacking Brandon at work. He lived out all of our dreams. Um, very true. Very true, Brandon. But Brandon, before we, before we go, are we gonna are we gonna sing the fiend song? Oh, we are supposed to sing oh, Lacey Evans song. That's great. We yeah, we hold on. I gotta song. I gotta find Lacey Evans right now. One, yeah, two, I'm looking for you. I got your number. This is all I, this is off the top of my head. Oh, this is coming off the dome. I don't know. Off the I dome. think you're ready. Don't speak. It's something. something. Da, 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 respectful. Da, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a lady. <laughs> don't be jealous because you like what they see. It's yeah. something, but it's not what it seems. Something, 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 something. Act like a lady. Act like a lady. There it is. 
Live your life. Oh man, speaking of uh, act like a lady, I like the stuff she's doing with, uh, yeah, with, uh, with Homegirl. Morgan, with yeah, with Liv. Social media. <laughs> I saw that. That's why I, did, I just yeah. want to do what you were talking. Like Liv, yeah. Liv was basically like, live your life Liv, while they're on this dock. And then so she's like, jump into, you know, in, into the water. And then sure enough, Lacey Evans like takes off her, you know, uh, puts her phone down and everything and jumps into the water. So she's like, live your life. So I knew, yeah. exactly, I knew exactly what you meant when you were talking about that, which is which is funny. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Now you got to hit. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, I said you got to hit the, uh, the the Fiend theme right now. I don't. <coughs> I don't know if I can get into that pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Fiend has possessed my soul right now. I think he's, he's making me choke. Yeah. This is a, this is a good a good little remix here, man. I must say, uh, the best part about the song is uh, first of all, it's Code Orange uh, who did some some stuff with NXT, but uh, it the fact that uh, you know the screamo parts say hurt and heal, like hurt, <clears throat> like it's Grammarly freaking awesome. Does more it, than it's catch awesome. Again, if you haven't seen the Fiend's entrance, with Grammarly, you can find it's worth going back and watching some. It's worth buying the network for one month just to go watch <laughs> that match. Use your free trial and go back. No, no, no. No free trials for you, internet. Uh, Ready, uh, can I sing the song? I'm queuing it up. Queuing it up right now. <laughs> Who don't know these words? Let to find out. Here we go. Let me in. sing it right but brandon brandon got a uh, cold feet so i had to try yes i know i sound like cord cord orange by the way yes i do that was not that was not a woman that was me that was me no <laughs> i apologize that you all had to listen to that, but in closing guys <laughs> what an awkward way to end the episode brandon say something more awkward it's the only way to end the episode oh you gotta say something more awkward uh, Ep- Epstein was nope, murdered. No, nope, right? no, nope, he was murdered. Nope, not that awkward. Did not awkward, like, like like uncomfortable, like sexually. Not like oh. uncomfortable that we're talking politics, Brandon. Uh-huh. So Keith says he thought uh, that this is more than politics. Yeah, right, he this, thought that Nia Jax's the whole world. Said, Are you listening? <laughs> he said that he thought Nia Jax's theme said I'm yeah. a monster," as opposed to "I'm not like most girls." Ah. Hey, so so Fernando's been putting a hashtag on on social media. Fernando Velasquez, aka yeah. SMR for three three three. The hashtags are hashtag Kenny rules, hashtag Brandon sucks. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> we do. <laughs> Let's get Brandon Sucks trending, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitter. Right. And if you want to get it trending, please go to our social medias at, at Kenny Podcast on Twitter, at Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast on Instagram, uh, at Kenny for Your Thoughts Podcast on Facebook. And please, by all means, again, if you're listening to the audio version, please subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Kenny for Your Thoughts. Or if you're watching the video version right now, please go listen to us on the audio versions. Give us a five star rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and more. I'm going to have to do a little contest for people who uh, leave us five-star ratings and reviews. That's the next thing in the works, guys. So listen out, and you might get a T-shirt from me from ProWrestlingTees.com. So I should for your thoughts. So look out for that. Brandon, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, oh, we love, we love Kelly Kelly. She looks great. That's how you want to end. The That's podcast. how we're gonna end the podcast. Brandon, do uh, do an impression of uh, Wade Barrett. <laughs> the monkeys in the back have to understand. Strike I've got my some hand. Shake my hand, and this all ends now, or else the Nexus will come <laughs> and get you. Because you're the Nexus. I'm afraid us. I've got some bad news. The core this is back. It's over. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. Episode 45 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast.